I was thinking we talk about, remember I mentioned it to you, um, that uh, Deion Sanders is at Jackson State. So I, I did all my, I did all my research on like SWAC and the attention that, that uh, HBCUs are getting in that regard. Okay. And that's current because he just started, well, I think they made the announcement 2020. But you know it was pandemic, so he read this first game. I think might have been spring this year. What is what's the word I'm looking for? Relative, yes. Mm -hmm. Since this is football season, you know, can, we can also talk about how uh, HBCUs that don't have football teams, how much you know <laughs> attention they don't get. Yeah, I know it's a shame. Polo schools, Polo glue. You ever had a football team? No, girl. They probably had one like back in the twenties. Oh, yeah. yeah, Fisk had yeah, one yeah. way back when it was wearing them leather. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm just saying. The potato, uh, potato helmets. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Fisk didn't have no football team. Not when I was there. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought you did. They would let us. I think my freshman year they would let us come to TSU to their games. They felt sorry for us. We didn't have no football team, so they let us come. We had to show our school her school ID and we could go to their games. Yeah, Jackson State did two people like that too. That's nice. Ain't nobody let us go to their game. <laughs> <laughs> well, you was around white. white yeah, white yeah. You, you didn't. If you was around Southern or you was around Grambling, they probably, probably let y'all come. Yeah, they did have Suno. They got Suno in uh, they New Orleans. Have, they don't have no. They don't have no. They, they, they don't need an uh, invitation mm -hmm. themselves. Xavier uh -oh. don't have a uh, football team. Suno didn't have a football team. So we were just down there looking at each other. <laughs> they had basketball though. So, uh, what about Tulane? Ew! <laughs> did, they have, did they have a football team? Uh, Loyola? Tulane game? No! <laughs> Who's going to go to a Tulane game? I'm pretty sure some dealer students were down at a Tulane game, but I know I didn't see them because I wasn't there. <laughs> Welcome to the T Times 3 podcast. The voice you are hearing now belongs to T1. Ladies, please introduce yourselves. T2 here. Hey, guys. T3, what up? Now, we have made it to fall, autumn, the best season of all the seasons, I believe. Football season, mm -hmm. a.k.a. spooky season. Yep. I'm not sure who was the first person to coin that phrase, but I, I love it since the first time I heard it. I said, <laughs> yeah, I like that, spooky season. Because mm -hmm. I don't really like Halloween. Yeah. I remember I used to um, dread like October because of Halloween. I don't know if it's the word or what, but I used to hate it. But now, I don't know if it's because I have a child now. My yeah. my imagination's been sparked, mm -hmm. and it's like fun now. I have always <laughs> loved Halloween. Always. I, I I used to hate it. I I hated the horror movies. I just thought it was all bad. I didn't like trick or treating because I thought they was gonna put drugs in the candy. <laughs> I, you know, it was just, I was just spooked all around. Yeah. But now, I'm like, man. Mm -hmm. It's not that bad. It's fun. I like the uh the weather is always nice around mm -hmm, the holiday. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I like fall food, you know. Yes. Oh yes. Oh I love wearing the sweaters to cover up my stomach. Well, I'm still the little black cat with his um uh, back arched. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like I don't like it. I don't like nothing. We went in the Halloween store today and I don't know who was scared of T three or uh, uh, or uh baby. M two. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I used to feel that way. I, I hated it. I didn't like the movies, but um, I don't know. I don't know if it was we went to the pumpkin patch for the first time. I was at last year, year before that. No, it wasn't last year because it was pandemic. Year before last, and I just and I like the how I think I started finding the silver lining in the, in the holiday, like the hot apple cider, the caramel cider, the hot chocolate. You know, now I don't feel so bad drinking hot chocolate. And then you know, down here we had the fairs mm-hmm. in the fall time Fair season, so it's not that bad. I had to I had to see that the my my good outweighed the bad. Yeah. Because I was looking at it negative. I'm like, oh, God, it come October, scaring everybody. <laughs> but um, I like it now. Oh, that, that's my intro. Y'all got anything else to add? Uh, on this episode, I want to do it like it's my B-Day. Baby. <laughs> oh, speaking of B-Day. <laughs> oh, no, don't, don't talk about B-Days. Okay. okay, okay. I don't want nobody. I don't want nobody opening a credit card on on my account. I was wondering because you didn't say nothing about us. I was like, no. Okay. I mean, but it's your birthday. She'll take month. that out. We can say that because y'all said it on my episode. But you don't care about your uh, people opening credit cards. I really true. don't. <laughs> if I get me out, <laughs> let me help this girl out. You know, <laughs> they they made a uh they made a, a clip mm-hmm. on Twitter about um Wendy Williams. She always says something about a killer mm-hmm. he's like oh you don't go here go there no a killer might get me and so somebody would like if they put like a a, a splice a video of like different times he said it on her show talking about a killer <laughs> and I think, i'm like that too i'm always like somebody gonna get they're gonna get me they're gonna get me if somebody put like every time i mentioned it i probably said it oh, like yeah. a thousand times we have a long it'd be a five minute couple uh-huh. <laughs> somebody gonna get me okay so let's do our recap of the past month. This is our podcast review. This is where we review the month of September. And uh, like it was forementioned, our family has a lot of birthdays and anniversaries in the month of uh, September. So that's my month review. We do that. It's trying to keep up with the birthdays and anniversaries. What about y'all? What's y'all review? Uh, let's see. September. My oldest baby made 16. I can't believe it. Mm, I got a 16-year-old. Yes, I can't believe it. Mm. Uh, so that was a highlight of my September. Uh, not too much else happened. T3? Hello? Uh, I'm tired of this, Grandpa. That's September. Let me see. September was my birthday month. Yeah, so we got a chance to all hang out. So that, that's that's y'all review. You finished? No. Uh, uh, yeah. I I don't know. Something probably happened, but I. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Call, call on it. Mm-hmm. Where is the Lord? Yeah. <laughs> call him when you need him. We uh we'll have to come back to you. We we'll put a yeah. pen. We we'll put a pen in your review. Okay. Now the media review is extra special. We're talking about HBCUs uh this episode. And in my media review, uh, is about a former uh, college classmate of mine, Camille Crisp. She's a new author of a children's book called The Adventures of Bubblegum Bobby. And I was able to, she sent me a text message and said she was doing a read aloud. So we did a virtual read aloud. And through that read aloud, I found that another one of our classmates has a bookstore. So it's a, 
a black a black woman, black owned bookstore. I think it's her and her sister, her and her cousin, somebody in Kansas City. They own a bookstore, Bliss Books and Wine, and you can oh, find cool. both of them, the bookstore and Camille's book on Bliss Book, Bliss Books and Wine dot com. That's B I B L I S S B O O K S and W I N E dot com. Okay. Is so, it and the ampersand or is it no and, and the word spelled out all one word, all lowercase. So bliss books and wine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dot com. I thought that was cool. So that's my media review. Uh let's see. Media. I don't think I have anything media wise. <laughs> did y'all watch uh did y'all watch uh Rihanna's uh fashion show? Was it the good? Savage Fancy? Yeah. Uh uh-uh, uh, that stuff looked like it come from the Dollar Tree. <laughs> Sorry, Riri. What? <laughs> Rihanna, I love your work. Oh my lord. Uh Rihanna's supposed to be finally coming out with some new music. Oh, was it music? I thought it was just something for her uh her clothing. Uh uh-uh, uh, she said she coming out with a new sound. She said it ain't gonna be like what she had before. What? I said what is gonna be rockabilly? <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be on there singing the it's a bit <laughs> nursery rhymes what is she gonna do yeah i gotta hear this be fun. like what if it's a rihanna christmas album that would be hilarious because do people in the island do christmas i don't know but it would be they i would do christmas yeah. now oh, i want to hear a rihanna christmas album in the tune of her album rated off <laughs> i would that's well. i don't i want to see it if if Sounds of Blackness can do uh, Dance Chitlin's Dance, then yeah, yeah, can do yeah. anybody can do anything. Girl, let me tell you the worst Christmas album, and this ain't got nothing to do with nothing because this is not Christmas time. But <laughs> Anthony Hamilton had the worst Christmas album that I have ever heard. I in my ain't life. never heard that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. It wasn't good, girl. It wasn't good. Nah, it's not bad as Waterworld. Okay, T3, you got a media review? Um, Mine wasn't necessary. I don't know if it... Uh, debuted in september but human the world within on netflix was really good and insightful a documentary uh-huh it's a documentary or docu-series about the human body wow okay check that out i like a good documentary uh-huh. so thank you all for your review let's keep going our podcast topic now so as everyone knows and as we mentioned before it's football season and i'm particularly excited about this football season because of what's happening in college football and specifically historically black colleges and universities, HBCUs. And I know Deion Sanders isn't the first celebrity or retired NFL player to coach yeah. a HBCU football team, but I know he's the most, I guess that's why he gets so much high profile. Yeah, high profile one. Yeah. Cause, uh, I think Eddie George, he used to play with the Titans and he married to, um, Taj from SWV. Oh, co- oh, I know him. You know, he's the guy with the bald head. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he's head coach at Tennessee State in there. Okay. Okay. I know that thick neck anywhere. <laughs> he cute though. He is cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, when they got together, I was like, oh yeah, that's going to be nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that, that relationship is gonna be nice. 
yeah, so he's at Tennessee State in Nashville, and I was uh, researching to see who else. And now these guys, I don't know their names. I guess football uh, fans probably know them. Ken Riley and Earl Hitman Holmes, they at Florida A&M. Uh, Doug Williams, that sounds familiar. He's I feel like I know Doug Williams. Yeah, because he had Grambling State. So I think you know him. I, I didn't know that. He, I guess I didn't know that he played professional football. Oh, okay. Nope. I didn't know. Um, that. so, and that makes no sense to me. It, I, to me, that should be automatic. If you play professional football, you ain't playing, you need to be coaching somebody's team. Right. Exactly. Right. Unless you wasn't no good. Right. Uh, uh, Stump Mitchell at Southern. But then they say the people that ain't no good can usually teach, right? They said if you can't do, you can teach. That's true. Isn't that the saying? That's true. So That's I think true. that those. They shouldn't have, I don't think HBCUs should be having a problem. The ones that have football teams should be having a problem with finding coaches. I think it, it might be, be a money thing, though. Yeah, I know it is. I know it is. They want money, but I'm glad that Eddie, people like Eddie and uh, Dion yeah. uh, are, are stepping out on faith and doing yeah. this because right. we, need, we need some some attention. We are meaning black schools, HBCUs, SWAC, all that stuff. Everything black. Uh, Stump Mitchell at Southern. Morgan State football coach was Tyrone Wheatley. D. Wilson's at Howard. Sam Wil- Sam Washington. Mon- Monte Coleman. They're in Arkansas. See, I don't know those names, but I'm glad that they went to black schools. So that's good. Yeah. It's saying right here that they had distinguished... Um, professional careers but none of them are hall of famers like Dion is you know okay no one got that shine and that flamboyance um that draws so much attention yeah. to the swag oh and swag stands for for those that might not know the southwestern athletic conference yep and i believe they started that conference because you know these other these hbcus weren't allowed to play in mm. all those bowls you know like the orange bowl and yep. the rose bowl and stuff like that. And that's not fair. So, but they started their own. So now we have sweat. So anyway, um, Jackson State, that's where uh, Dion is coaching now. They have only won one competition, one sweat competition mm-hmm. in 21 years. Wow. <laughs> so I'm like, oops, they need, they need as much help as they can get. By yeah. Because I think, when I think about swag, all I think about is, Grambling and Southern, you know. Yeah. So it's good that they got these other teams coming. And I I, I even watched one game. I don't know anything about football, but just hearing his name, because I had been a Deion Sanders fan since he he made that song. uh, That song, uh, Must Be the Money. When he said money was going to change his library card. I said, oh, Uh yeah, I need to know who this man is. (laughs) (laughs) And I always thought his wife, well, his first wife was pretty. What's her name? Pilar? Yeah, I thought she was pretty. So I've been a fan of his for a long time, and that that made me want to watch the game. Yeah, I don't even know nothing about football. I'm like, but look, so it works. It works. This plan works because you're making people that don't know nothing about football watch right. football. Yeah, and I think that's the point. Yeah, so I watched the game, and I think they won. They were playing against Family, I believe. I can't remember, but I was just watching to see Dion inside <laughs> just to tell the truth. <laughs> and he still looks good all these years, right? Um, but I looked at the team too. I didn't just look at Dion, and it seemed like they were so confident, you know. 
Yeah. And it feels yeah. like him being there is making a difference already. He even mm-hmm. had his friend, well, he didn't have, I think Michael Strahan offered to buy the team suits. So oh. when they get off the bus, they all had their little suit on. Uh, I don't, I think he does, Michael Strahan own like a, have like a suit label or something like that. Like Steve Harvey? I don't I think know. Look, look like, you need to go look it up. You need to go look it up. Because Michael yeah. Strahan bought the suits and those boys, they look nice. Okay. Yeah, Michael so Strahan can't dress. He does. I ain't never seen him off. He always be on. Yeah. And um, they got names on their jerseys before. Like, look, he pays attention to little details like that. Yeah. And I heard him in an interview, Dion said that, you know, you got these people watching this game and they want to see their son name, you know? Yeah, like, which one is him? If you don't know his number, you ain't going to know which one is your son. Yeah. So we said we had to put the boys' names on their jersey. And I was like, look, little details like that. Yeah. You make somebody proud to play, proud you know? Play, yeah. Proud to be there. <clears throat> so he had the names put on the jerseys. Michael Strahan bought them suits to wear when they get off the bus. So everybody was looking, you know, good and confident, you know? Because we don't know where everybody comes from. They might not have no money for no suit. And when you so, look good, you feel good. That's right. That's right. And I think that's what Dion brings to the team. He just brings that swag and that confidence. So I was proud. I didn't know what was going on. I just know it was a football game, and I felt good, and I felt proud, and I was glad. That was like a, um example of giving back to me. That's yeah, what I think it is. a good example because you know they probably can't. Or even if they can, but I, I think they probably can't pay him what he's worth because he's a international a, superstar. Right. Yeah, such a big name. For him mm-hmm. to put all that aside and then come to that school just to help them because it's an HBCU, mm-hmm. I, that's commendable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, um, unfortunately, but you know, with everything black and white in America, yeah. It's been so many disparities in sports. Like you look at these schools, these Vanderbilts, and yeah, and what's that school in in um, Wisconsin and the Ho- Hosers, yeah, and uh, you know the LSU, Ole Miss, all them schools, yeah. girl, all that money that flowed through them schools. Mm-hmm. If 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 Southern and Grambling had a little taste of that money, mm. girl, could you imagine? There wouldn't be an yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, uh, more more know. of the black players would uh, be but, at but, but, our black That's school. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They wouldn't need to go to LSU. Right. right. I don't need you because my people got it. I'm yeah. going to stay here with my folks, you know? Yeah. The only reason somebody, because all them teams be black. Yep. You know yep. where they coming from. Yeah, you do. And then they go, you're going to go to an HBCU and they're going to care about you when you get there. You're not that's just right. going to be a little black, uh, black area running across the field. Yeah. yeah. And like if somebody so. does come up to congratulate you or, or praise you about your your skills, mm-hmm. it won't be sprinkled in like microaggression and right. racism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That boy sure can run. And then um, I seen one time where I think uh, a, a player was hugging his father or something like that, and this white mm-hmm. woman wanted to take a she wanted to take a picture, so she was pulling them apart. Mm-hmm. It's like I feel like when you when those boys go to those schools, those predominantly white schools, it's like it's like you don't even they own, they feel like they own you, you know, yeah. like yep. you not you don't have you own my time and yeah. I'm paying you and I'm taking care of you and all this kind of stuff. No, you can't hug your father. Come over here, I want you to take a picture. She was pulling them apart. Mm-mm. I was like, look at her. No, Karen. I know. So anyway, um. So that's just America, black and white in America, mm-hmm. and these dis- disparities. So that's why SWAC exists. Yeah. 
So I want to see, and I think it's already started to happen, more students, you know, pulling over and getting involved in this conference. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was reading that none of the HBCUs participate in any of these college bowls, like I mentioned, to my mm-hmm. knowledge. So you got all this untapped talent, you know, that you're missing out on. They don't scout at the mm-hmm. HBCUs. So it's like they won't even look at you. NFL teams won't even look at you unless you go to Ole Miss or LSU yeah. stuff. That's not fair. So no. I was reading that there have been just 70 HBCU players taken into NFL drafts in 20 years. Just wow. 70 players in 20 years. That's ridiculous. And especially when those teams are all black. So right. we know you want the black boys. Yeah. So anyway, um, so I feel like moves like this, like Dion, I feel like it's good for HBCUs. And already they have had some schools to leave some of those white conferences. I was reading that Florida A&M and mm-hmm. Bethune-Cookman announced that they were leaving the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference and they're going to join SWAT. Mm-hmm. So that's good. I want to see more of that. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what I'm pulling for. And that's, I, there was much more in uh, the research that I did, but, mm-hmm. you know, I, I didn't get too deep in it. But I remember one Super Bowl, they were talking about, oh, we got, um, it was Delaware, I think. Mm-hmm. What team was that? They had, the boys that came out of some HBCU in Delaware, but they were playing on Seattle's team. At that year that Seattle won the, a few years ago that they won the Super Bowl and they were talking about, oh, some of these guys, you know, they came from HBCU. I'm like, if the world was right, if the world was fair, they'd probably be a lot more. If y'all would scout at HBCUs, that's what, I mean, that's where they at. That's where the talent is. But only 70 players have come from HBCUs in 20 years. Since, Since 2000. So hopefully this will spark other NFL stars yeah. to give back to their communities, especially the ones that could have gone to black schools and they didn't. Maybe this is your chance for redemption to go and coach some of these schools and get this attention on them. And I know a lot of people try to make the argument of, well, I, you know, I can't get into the pro if I go to a black school. And oh yeah, they say that. You no, know, so if more of y'all did it. Mm-hmm. Then they'll start looking at those black schools because they, that's what I'm saying. All of the talent will be there. <laughs> all them teams, you name a team, and half of the team, if not it's all black. of it, is black. Yeah. Already, them NFL teams be nothing but black dudes. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? Do you need to go to an HBCU with your talent and your money and wait on scouts to come there, or should the scouts and the um, I guess experienced black retired players should yeah. they go to HBC like which one comes first the players are usually children because yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to you're going to college you're young you're a child still mm-hmm. you're a teenager so I think it should be up to the coaches and the, mm-hmm. not the coaches, but the the you know scouters and things mm-hmm. like that for the NFL and then I don't, I don't think, but I know you have to be young to play the sport because you know the way your body age and all of that and then football is a rough sport but I feel like they should let them finish school. I really hate it when they be getting them them babies in high school. Yeah, I don't like that. Let them babies finish school. 
let them play in the NFL and go to school. They could do that. Yeah. They be thinking about that money. Well, we need it now. Yeah. And they want all of them. They yeah. want him there 24 7. They want all of them children. Yeah. And they, they run them until they can't run them no more. And then they yeah. drop them. And then you're gone. And then you're gone, Phil. We don't know you. Because, girl, I was watching that show, Hard Knocks. Uh-huh. So you get drafted. That's good. But that don't mean nothing. You might nope. not even play. They could still right. drop you. You yeah. did all this. And that quit show, school. Hard Knocks, girl. I, I, yeah, I done quit school. You done came and, and bugged me and my mama. Right. Once you, oh, you got to start now. I need a decision by Friday. You get on the team, and it's 20 other people just like you. Right. And they drop you. And you see how they they'll treat you if you if you speak against them like they did with Collins. Mm. Yeah, it's not, yeah. you're not your own. You, they yep. they're almost own you. Not your own person. It's sad. It's almost like another form of slavery. Almost. Except they getting paid. People say, "What are they getting paid millions of dollars?" Is that worth it though? Your, your, is that worth not being able to have freedom of speech? Your <laughs> your your body ain't yours. Right. You trying to hug your daddy and this woman over here pulling you apart when she want a picture or autograph or something she wanted. I don't know what she wanted. I think she wanted a picture. But girl, get your hands off me. First of all, right. the fact that you think that you can touch a stranger. That's real weird. <laughs> Y'all have anything to add to that? Well, you know, I'm not real big on football anyway. Basketball is my sport. I went mm-hmm. to an HBCU that only had a basketball team. We were a small mm-hmm. little private institution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, football never really was my thing. Now I'll go to the guy. I used to go to the Jackson State games and all of that, and be excited for you know halftime and all <laughs> that dancing in the stands. Don't know what's going on. Who, who winning? Who right. losing? None of That's that. Right. I'm That's cheering right. for both both sides. <laughs> I don't know who I'm supposed to be going for. But, uh, I probably would go and sit on the wrong side. Right. <laughs> oh, I ain't supposed to be on this side. My bad. I'm sorry. Yeah, basketball has always been my, and then most of my boyfriends were basketball players. So, well, wherever the nachos are, <laughs> I know that's right. We'll go for the snack. But the yeah, I'm excited that they they they're getting more attention to these black schools because we deserve it, man. Mm-hmm. About yeah. time. T three. Um, I don't know. I don't know a lot about sports. Yeah, your HBCU. But you know, you know about HBCUs and you know about being black. That's true. That's That's up. You you do know. I had this white guy at work one time. uh, He was explaining, and he was mansplaining too, but he was talking about something, (laughs) some black issue. And he was like, you know, and I'm not trying to, uh, you know, make it seem like I'm like trying to out black you. And I stopped him. I said, wait, wait, wait. First of all, you can't because I'm black. <laughs> right, you can never. You are not. I am. I am the actual black person in this conversation. Right. <laughs> yes, it it doesn't it doesn't even it doesn't even matter how many stat statistics you know, how many facts you know, you're not black. Well, um, I don't know. HBCUs deserve the love and respect that I hope Dion can give. Sometimes I, not resent. What's the word I'm looking for? What's the softer version of resent? Sometimes like you're, you're leery or you're yeah, afraid I'm, of something? Yeah, I'm kind of leery of, of that being one of the things that would pull money into those institutions or you know, make people look at certain HBCUs. Because one, it's only a handful of us who have 
football teams. Yeah. And then we shouldn't just be praised for our body. Sport. Yes. Like, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Sports. Athletics. Are, yeah. Sports are fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I know a lot of people enjoy them, but it's so many people, women and men coming out of HBCUs who are really changing the world and they're doing it with their head and their heart and not, mm-hmm. not saying mm-hmm. that a football player can't do that, but I'm just saying like, there's some big brains, you know, that yeah. come from HBCUs and yeah. I, I like to focus mm-hmm. on that. And I, I don't like with the whole, you know, big names coming to coach and all of that, it kind of makes me feel like, oh, now people going to jump mm-hmm. on the HBCU train, you know, because yep. people, uh, which we've always been proud of. It. Yeah. But yeah. And then, and then because of who black people are, we're going to accept it. Right. Because <laughs> we accept everybody. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I was reading when I was researching, uh, some basketball player was wearing like a, a swag jacket. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, and it just drew some attention. People like, oh, you know, where you get that jacket from? And people just gonna want the clothes and they want the, you know, yeah. they don't know nothing about why it was started, right? You know, and then they'll call themselves social tourists. <laughs> they don't sing our blues. Oh, I don't know, but I, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. we'll see. Yeah, I think we'll see. It's a good thing. Yeah. But somebody gonna try it. That's what I think. That's what I think we're trying to say. Like, it's a good thing. It is going to benefit HBCUs, mm-hmm. specifically Jackson, the most. But somebody is gonna try it. Yeah, they are. Of course they are. But overwhelmingly, though, this is good news. Yeah, it is. I thought it was good news. I was proud. I wish he would have been there when I was. Well, I didn't go to Jackson State, but I was right down. You would have been. I know. You would have been able to get there. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. To see him, girl, look upon his face. (laughs) We had men and women's basketball. Yeah. Volleyball, women's volleyball. I think. Some point there was track. And field, but that was weird because it wasn't on. Our campus, they had to like bust them out someplace. Yeah, they had to go somewhere. <laughs> so I never made a game of there or theirs. And I don't know what else. We had a chess club, basketball, I think flag football. Flag football? Yeah, girl. Fake football. <laughs> and baseball. I think we had no, a golf we didn't have baseball. I just remember the basketball, women, men and women basketball. And I think they had a dude that ran track, but like T3 said he had to run somewhere else. <laughs> I don't know where his track meets were. I just remember seeing him in a little track outfit going. And he was the only one. It was, I don't remember seeing one dude. I don't see nobody else. He must have been good. We don't need nobody else. We didn't let Rodney run this whole time. He, he was from he was from Mississippi too. Yeah, yeah. He probably ran real good. <laughs> well, I guess this is a good segue into what y'all laughing at. Yes, <laughs> this segment of the podcast is called what you're laughing at because our mother would hear us laughing and she would come in the room or wherever we were and ask us what we were laughing at <laughs> which could have been a myriad of things you know yes. but in this segment though um my what you're laughing at story is about a trip we took with uh our church's drill team sometimes we would travel uh you have to go you don't know what a drill team is. You have to go and research that. I'm not going to lay all that out. Right. But anyway, I was in a drill team in our church, and we took a trip to Jackson, uh, Mississippi. I think our first lady was from there, went to school there, something like that. We were going to march at her um, 
her school. She wanted the people to see her drill team. So um, we went, and after we did the, it was a parade or something like that we marched in. And after that, or was it a competition? I don't remember. But after we did that, um, they had made arrangements for us to go to a Jackson State game. I think they were playing against Southern. Um, So um, we went to the game. Uh, I think one of the members of our church was uh, current in the band. So we were looking for him. Yeah. And, I, and I think his mom was had come with us too. So it was all excited. Like, oh, there he is. You found him. <laughs> he was waving at him or whatever. I don't even remember what instrument he played. But anyway, um, so that was cool to see him and to see, like, again, I don't know nothing about football, so I don't know what was happening. I was just glad to be in the stadium, mm-hmm. recognize the songs that we were playing, mm-hmm. and uh, to see all or be surrounded and to see of black people. Oh, and I love when they start swinging those cymbals. Oh, That's yeah. my favorite part. When the band members start swinging, swinging the cymbals around, I love that. So it was just a great experience. I remember it was cold, and they didn't tell us to bring no proper jacket, so I had like a oh, little sweater. <laughs> Because we had to stop at Walmart. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, you remember that. So I had like a little sweater wrapped up in a little sweater and some shorts, you know, <clears throat> cold in the stands. So we was all snug and sitting close and tight, but I was just still glad to be there. I already knew. I think I was going to a, a HBCU, but that feeling being in that stadium and that music and the people yeah. and the loudness, you know, it's that so just, special, man. it was special that just, yeah. uh, was solidified it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me who won. I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> the band. The band won. The band was, we had the band won. That's right. That's what won me over. And I remember sometime during that game, I don't know if it was during the halftime or whatever, but I was, remember I was with my dad. He was there, our dad. And he went to one of the stands and he bought a cap. And that's when I learned about SWAC. So he told me, because he used to play football. I think he played in high school. So he knew about SWAC and he told me what it was. I was like, oh, okay. So I remember learning what SWAC was because they had it on the hat that he bought. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it had little states on there who were in in the conference or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I could see the, the cap right now in my in my head. So we go mm-hmm. home and I thought that was so cool. He had got that hat. And um, I don't know how it came up, but he was like, I'm going to give this cap to my nephew. And I must have, I don't know what I said to him, but I must have been against it. You know, I must have let him know that I was against that decision of him giving that cap away. And I don't remember how I said it to him, but I do remember him, our dad explaining to me, like, no, I'm going to give it to him to encourage him. He might go, you know, he might want to go to a HBCU and, you know, he might want to do the college thing or whatever because I give him this hat. He's going to pick a school off this hat. I'm like, oh, yeah, all right. So <laughs> I think about that cap sometimes. I'm like, man, you know, like me, I would have kept it. You know, I would have kept it and I would have wore it. He should have gave it to me because he didn't understand. You can, some people, you could just look at him and tell, you know, he, he don't understand the right stuff. You know, some people, even black people, they don't get the HBCU thing. They don't, some of them get it and some don't. And he, he did, I just, I saw it then. I'm like, he's not going to care about that. Mm-mm. He don't care about no historically black college university. Yeah, and that's that's my story. It wasn't funny, but <laughs> <laughs> that's my experience with swag. <laughs> I have some, and every time it's time to tell a story because everything in my life is funny. Uh, 
So when we was in school, it don't have nothing to do with swag or nothing like that. But we used to go to games and me and my friend, um, because she had a car, I did. So we would always go get something to eat before the game. I remember one game we came in with some Edison Rubies. We had them greasy bags with them pan trout sandwiches. One time we came in with a whole pizza. I had a big old extra large box of pizza and we were eating out the pizza box. <laughs> so just nigger stuff because we weren't even supposed to have the food in there. <laughs> Now you ain't gonna get between. You're not gonna get between a black person and they snack. No, you ain't. No, you ain't. At the movie theater, at the stadium, T3. I have absolutely none. <laughs> I have no, no funny school experience. Well, I have a whole bunch of funny school experience. <laughs> well, we'll take that if you don't have a, a no, sport. I, I don't have any. Oh, I got a funny uh, sport, uh, HBU sport <laughs> story about you. Oh, that volleyball team. Oh, I got another funny story, y'all. So, when I went to college, I had an aerobics class. <laughs> and it was early in the morning. <laughs> me being a freshman, I had my little aerobics stuff, and it was way in the gym. And you know where I live. Freshman year, I stayed in Berkshire. So, I would have to walk early in the morning with my little aerobics stuff. <laughs> With my little aerobic step to the class. So I get to the class and I would go, but I would always put myself in, in the back row. You know, I'm up there, you know, doing the little steps or whatever, not doing them, you know, like, I'm glad to be here. I'm just like, uh, when is this going to be over? <laughs> so for our final, we had to do a routine and the people had to, oh, no. had to teach the class, basically. Oh, no. So they put us in groups. So it was like groups of three. So it was me, this other girl. Was it a guy? I can't remember. Was it me and two girls? But anyway, it was like this real bubbly girl. And she was like a junior or senior. I can't remember. But she was like real cool. So I was like, oh, okay, it's cool doing this with you. So we did the, you know, we made a little routine up. I gave her a few steps to do with the routine. Well, gave us a few steps. And we had it all together. We was practicing and stuff. The day of the final, I, wa- I walked in there to do that. And I was just like, I can't do it. Oh, <laughs> and I no. didn't even take the fire, y'all. <laughs> yes, I didn't even do my fire. That was terrible. Oh. I, I got like super, super, and I, that ain't even me I to be nervous. I heard of a, a story. You being nervous. <laughs> 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 and then running away. Yeah. <laughs> I walked, I got up early that morning, walked all the way there, had did all the practices. Girl. I had a thing like that because I took a dance class my senior Girl. year because I was trying to hurry up and get some A's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, I took a dance class and uh, we had to find and we had to come up with a dance routine and it was me a girl and a guy and I think both of those two students that were in my group were the students that were in there be- they were in there because of the same reason I was in there. Like, I ain't no dancer and I don't care about dance they probably put all y'all in that I just, so they put us in the group together or whatever I don't know whose idea was this, but they wanted us to dance to uh like a G six from Far East Movement. I'm like, the world of all the songs in the world. <laughs> Of a bad time, man. And the boy that was in the, the and the boy that was in our group, 
He was like Nelly on Dancing with the Stars. Stiff girl. Oh, you know who's stiff? Billy D. Billy D. Williams. Billy D. Williams. He's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive, and he was on Dancing with the Stars, looking like Frankenstein. Lord have mercy. I said, why they had that old man on there? Oh, he didn't have no uh gear in his room. <laughs> he didn't gear. He was not letting his backbone slip at all. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, yeah. No, oh, I, don't, I, don't know. I wish I had some more football stories, but we didn't have yeah. any football. Yeah, um, we didn't have no football stories. We had to go all the way to TSU, and we had no car. We had to walk down there, and it was like fifteen I, million blocks. But I do love people who are well into their profession, or they have a you know a big reputation black people pouring back into HBCUs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like that. That's why I wanted to talk about this cuz I do like that. Now I not pouring back into it, but I do like to see it. <laughs> no, you do a lot of stuff for your alma mater. You do. Well, I have. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I, I've have participated but I and maybe a drizzle. I haven't poured but I've yeah. Poured. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, we can be found on Twitter at podcast TX3 or Instagram at TX3 podcast. Mm-hmm. You can also listen to uh, our podcast monthly, right now monthly, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Anything else to add, ladies? Tell your friends, tell your cousins. Yes, and, li- and like and subscribe and all that kind right. of stuff. Follow. It's uh, T times three podcast at gmail.com yep. Yep. Um, if Hopefully you have any you comments tx3 podcast mm-hmm. at gmail.com hit us up send me the loop <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> bye y'all All right. bye, bye. <laughs>